Say, say that again. That, that that that's crazy. Two years. Yeah, two years. I think we've been doing this. You guys have been putting up with me for two years. Sorry. Two we years. Been putting up with you. Another Ta- two tacitly, years. Tacitly putting up with you. Another two years, and we get our retirement pension and a gold watch. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. No, we don't have budget for a gold watch. <laughs> I, I'd be Sorry. happy with just. Uh, the hookers and blow that Joel's been promising us for all these years. Uh, lies, lies, those, lies, lies. <laughs> currently, the embezzlement scheme doesn't allow for that. Oh, yeah, it's true. It's fake news. <sighs> Hashtag fake news. I think Hashtag that, fake news. I might make that a thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're going to be the only one. <laughs> I'll be the only one. It's trending now because of right. me. Because Sorry, of I got to back up a little bit. That camera is just, there's way too much me. <laughs> I have too much head showing. You have much less head than you used to. Heard that before. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome, welcome, welcome to Maybe I've Said Too Much, the inaudible underpants of internet radio. You can take a minute with it. I am Mike. I'll be your host. I'm joined by my good friends Izzy Swan of the Maker's Playground and Joel Crawford of the Missing Digit Woodshop. Present. Gentlemen. Hi. Long time no see. Right? Is this the post Klingspor apocalyptic show? It's the post coital Klingspor. <laughs> Where did that come from? I don't know. Well, well you, you weren't you there. You weren't there. Yeah. <laughs> Hence the reason I asked where that came from. Well, if you were there, you'd have the story. But you'd know. You well, weren't, you know. so you'd know. You're about to tell us the story, right? Well, it involves Joel myself a shower and a loofah yeah don't forget the sheep or loofah Uh, loofah that loofah has seen things (laughs) but uh yeah no we're coming off a uh we had a clingspor trip which i'm sure everybody everybody loves when we talk about clingspor nonstop because apparently we're corporate shills but uh they were nice enough to have us out they had a uh, company they had had, what a one-year anniversary party at one of their stores and uh, they had a little corporate thing where they did a pool tournament. Um, and so we showed up to that and played poorly on purpose and then uh, drank a whole bunch of their liquor and, and uh, woke up the next morning and hung out in their store for a while. That's so, right. I didn't, I didn't had a play whole bunch as poorly of as you did, I might mention. You didn't get the boss's kid the first round. That's true. That's <laughs> so, true. Yeah, they were like, hey, you know that guy that invited you here and is paying for your hotel room? <laughs> yeah uh here's his son you're playing him first like oh so i lost in the first round yeah but you know what at the end of the night he lost so uh, i i scratched the eight ball yeah completely unintentionally i i will (laughs) say coleman is uh actually very good at pool and uh that's and why you guys is, played a tool t- pool tournament instead of bowling. Right. Right. He's actually <laughs> he's actually very good at it. Uh and uh he every single I, I think three of the four or five games that he played, uh I think he 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 shoots the eight ball really good when he's not he, supposed to. Right. Right. He so. dunks the eight ball or or he scratches and and to be fair, he does it better than anybody else. It's why um, he's in a position of power like that. No, I don't want to. I don't want to take advantage of him because I'm hoping to to get another hotel room when we go up for the extravaganza in October. <laughs> so, yeah. I, after, yeah. After after that cleanup in aisle six, I'm not sure they're gonna allow yeah, us. Weird. So, no, but that was a uh, their store was packed, man. We actually had people that came there just to see us. 
which is well, weird. Why? Yeah. Like selfies. I think we stopped short of autographs because I don't want to give myself douche chills. Like, you know, I don't know. But uh, yeah, people came up, took pictures. They, they actually were like, yeah, we came all the way up here just to hang out with you. And, and I was like, wow, this is, it, it's, I don't know how famous people do stuff like that. Because it, it seems like, what, like, why would you come here to talk to me? I've talked to me. I've heard me talk. It's not that interesting. <laughs> I, I don't. So. I don't have anything I've never heard before. Yeah, it's true. But uh, yeah, so we had a we had a really good time up there. The pool tournament was good. Um, yeah, like I said, I lost to Coleman's son, then I lost to Coleman, and then I beat everybody else that wasn't uh, a Coleman son or a Coleman. I just want to put that on the record. There you are. And uh, a couple of them didn't have a chance. <laughs> so. But, it's all, it was it was a good time had by all. Everybody yeah. the 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 bar was uh, lively, and the, the pool was uh, on a professional level uh, disastrous. And uh, but the but the camaraderie and and the fun was was immeasurable. So I hats off to them. Great great folks. We wouldn't we wouldn't work with them if we didn't think so. <laughs> um, they really are. By the way, Crystal, who uh, came up to see us, is in the chat. She just gave a quick shout out to herself as well. So she she stopped Absolutely. up there with the family, um, and we got pictures. And uh, she actually it was weird, funny because she's like, "Do you mind if we take a picture?" I'm like, it, "I mean, if you want a picture with this face, right? Um, yeah, <laughs> step up." <laughs> so I get you know whatever torture Crystal you want to give yourself. And, and her lovely family. We saw, yeah. um, uh, Maria and we saw, um, Wes Swain and we saw all sorts of people, Rob, uh, and, uh, Rob says, yes. And, uh, it was good. It was good. Yeah. I had a really good time. I got really, really drunk during the pool tournament, which like the kind of drunk when we, I went Joel for continental breakfast the next morning. And I said, uh, do I owe anyone an apology? He was like, no, you were, you were really good drunk yesterday. I was like, oh, thank God. <laughs> so, cause you know, it's not my company. I was making my, an asshole out of myself in front of. So Joel was, uh, was the designated driver. And, uh, and so I let Mike do his thing and, uh, it was, it was good. All good in the hood. Well, I mean, I was doing my thing. I wasn't, you know, no, there was not going to, there was no containing once I tasted that first Jack and Coke, I was, or not Jack and Coke, but the uh, Jack on the Rocks, there was, Mike was doing his thing. We were sort of on cruise control at that point. So Be careful. Alcoholism is addictive. Yeah. And uh, I spoke to uh, Mike Z for a while there. Actually, I want to talk to Mike off the air at some point, because I'm not sure what opinion he had of me, but a couple of times he was like, wow, you know, I'm, I'm really glad we had this conversation. I, I, you know, I think I changed his opinion of me at some point last night. Um, or the other night. So I'm, I'm curious who he thought I was before then. And, uh, we're going to have, we're going we're gonna to take that talk off air. <laughs> so, but, uh, so yeah. So, uh, Izzy, yeah. you had a whole bunch of people that, uh, came to your uh, thing. Yeah. So, uh, you were, you were doing a, uh, a thing in the, um, the maker's playground space. I actually saw a new video go up here today. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, Jason interactive realms flew in from Phoenix and, uh, he was, he got here Saturday afternoon ish. Um, and we, we got a collab going on. We're working on a project that is going to be up on his channel and I had to finish up a, a project I was on. So I got that out today. And then tomorrow we're going to work on a, another joint, um, video from my channel as well. So Jason's pretty cool. He does a lot of uh, signage and laser cutting and um, fun stuff on his channel. So 
it's been fun. It's been good. And then um, Chris is always here. And then, um, oh, bless my, I cannot remember her name to save my life. Uh, Oak Live or um, Southern Live Oak Creations, I think. Uh, just stopped by for a couple hours this afternoon to hang out. It was a lot of fun. So, yeah, it's been good. It's been a good, I couldn't make it. I was, I called Coleman on Friday. I was in pretty rough shape on Friday. I was like, uh, Coleman, I have people coming over this weekend. And if I come up here, I'm going to be bedridden for two days. Do you mind if I skip it? And of course, Coleman being Coleman was very gracious about, you know, he's like, hey, Izzy, just take care of yourself. So I apologize for those of you who came expecting to see me and not, and me not being there. Apologize. For um, I mean, let's, I, I don't want to so, be that guy, but they got to meet me. So, uh, yeah, everybody, right. I think and everybody was satisfied. So I should apologize twice. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I only, um, I only yeah. saw a few people uh, lean around Mike and ask, where's Izzy? <laughs> uh, so it, it wasn't, I mean, it wasn't complete loss. Okay, good. I'm glad. That was, that was worth the drive. Seven and a half hours. Seven and a half hours? for me. Yeah, seven and a half hours. I guess it would be seven hours. Four but for me, yeah. you, three for me, you got to hang out with me, though. I did. I did all 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 weekend long. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, I did. Oh. Which I will say one thing though: you've got uh, two guys doing keto. Um, after we finished up the pool tournament, I looked at Joel. I was like, "Dude, we need to get a steak." And he was like. <laughs> yeah. Okay, we found one place. We went in there. It looked like you've ever seen the movie Zombieland. Where like the people go into like a building or a restaurant and something, and there's no one in there at all but you. That yeah. was basically exactly what it was. With the lights we had the on, entire restaurant to ourselves. They had a full staff, and there was no one else in that place but but us. I I will tell you though, that was the fastest I've ever eaten a three course meal, like appetizer, uh, salad, uh, entree, and then out the door because like we got there at like nine ten o'clock or so no, they we shut got down. there at like 1104 and they closed well, at midnight right and they, <laughs> so. and they and they they're like we're like uh oh you guys are closing soon they're like no no, no come in you're like the only people yeah left guys alive. Like, no no we need to make we need to make something tonight right so yeah i had i can't tell if it ever. was because i was hammered that i had the best rib i've had in a while but it was it was pretty good so oh my new york strip was awesome yeah oh yeah good yeah and so we, and they were gracious they were nice they were very nice even though everybody was you know closing up if you've ever worked in the in the restaurant you know that that's the time of night where you're like geez i really like these people because they give me money but i wish they'd go away <laughs> and so we we tried to eat as fast as we we could and, and i think we succeeded and they served us as fast as they could so it was uh i think we were in and out in there like maybe 35 minutes so it was mutual yeah yeah we were, we were both tired too yeah, we'd been well. I mean, I, I, I. Mike staggered to back to the truck, and we're we're good. Yeah, I called Joel at like twelve o'clock to make sure you guys were in bed. And he was actually. <laughs> you did call me at twelve thirty. I forgot to turn off my damn ringer. I looked and said, "Oh Christ!" And then threw it down <laughs> on the thing because I had been asleep for half an hour. Good. I'm glad I didn't disturb you too much. Then it was only a half an yeah. hour instead of like an hour. Right. No, I, I wouldn't, if it was an hour, I wouldn't have even noticed it rang. <laughs> you know, I have to, if, like, I realized something about me in, in traveling. I'm never alone ever. <laughs> like, you know, when you have a, when, when you have a family, like you, you know, like kids and all that, like anytime I go anywhere, there's always a million people around me. So it's like staying in a hotel where you're the only one there is very weird, especially I'm like the only guy 
and uh, in my family. So I'm always, um, you know, I, I can't go running around naked and, you know, being ridiculous and stuff. And, uh, you, you know, they, uh, at some point, like I walked out into the, walked out of the uh, shower and I was covering myself up for no one. <laughs> And I was like, oh, there's just habits here. I don't, <laughs> it was a very weird experience. It, although like, you did take that to, to the next level in the lobby the next morning. Uh, well, I, I, people, there I, were listen, some surprise faces. Uh, uh, apparently, uh, well, and also the, uh, never mind. I was just going to say the bacon splatters and, you know, you got to be careful. <laughs> so, <laughs> the little kid was like, Cheerios. <laughs> and anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There was a. Uh, yeah, it's it's bad when you walk in uh, into the get the the breakfast in the morning and there's a twelve year old boy in there and he goes, "Mine's bigger," and you're like, "God damn it, let me go." Put some <laughs> but it was a good it was a good weekend. We had fun and uh, thanks for everybody showing up. Uh, they, you don't get the, to pick that. God damn it. The the God store, damn it. The, the store was better than any Rockler I've ever been in. Uh, the staff was just super nice and they. Put up with our shenanigans, which were almost. But you've never been in a rockler. I mean, to be fair, I've never been in a rockler. You've never been in a rockler. Ah, uh, maybe once. You've never been in a rockler store. So I've uh, I've been in Woodcraft a few times, and it was better than Woodcraft. <laughs> yeah. It's, well, let me let me do the thing where I talk about the uh, cling sport people, and everyone tunes out for just a minute. But yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But uh, and uh, just to be sincere, the uh, the one thing that's cool about that company, and I've said this before, is like when you go, when you buy things from that place, like you're buying things from people who are like real people. Like when you're hanging out with that group of folks and you're playing pool with them, like every single one of them is just, it's a guy you know. You know what I mean? Like there's nobody, like there's a woman there who's worked, she's like sort of the office everything and she's been there for 38 years and she's just a sweetheart, a um, little bit of a pool shark. Like all the guys that work there are just good folks. You know what I mean? Like there's just not something. There's nothing artificial about any of those any of those people. They're like small town, you know, folks. They, I mean, they're just good, good people. So, um, why they don't have a shop here in Charlotte, I don't know. But I want to talk to uh, the Coleman if they ever open one up. I'd be happy to uh, immediately take over the store manager uh, position for one hundred fifty thousand dollars year salary with uh, no no bonus, no uh, metrics to measure. Right. Um, <laughs> By the way, you know, uh, two year uh, contract. Do and, we uh, know, all the pay up front? <laughs> do we know anybody in the South Carolina legislature? Uh, I do, actually. either either federal or not. Can we get them on the phone? Because I don't know who they pissed off for federal funding for roads, uh, but obviously they're only getting a nickel or two out of everybody's dollar. Um, because South Carolina was a big pile of horseshit, is what it was. North well, Carolina was beautiful. Georgia was moving fast. South Carolina was a time suck like I've never measured before. Well, they, they and they save all that money on education. This, so they, uh, this is coming from someone who drives through Atlanta traffic, so it must have uh, been bad. You know what? The In, roads Atlanta, are amazing there, though. Atlanta is amazing. We just have a lot of people. Atlanta's North traffic Carolina. is worst traffic I've ever been through in my life. It's worse than L.A. It's bad. Uh... uh I don't know about that. I've been okay. to LA. No, I've, I'll in tell all you. fairness, I haven't driven through LA traffic in 20 years. So no, it's, it's, it's much worse, worse now. Yeah, but I'll tell you later. where it's, it's much, much better is Washington DC. That place is amazing. Like it's a demolition derby. There are people in, in New York and in Washington DC and Baltimore that literally put these rubber mats around their cars because people play bumper cars up there with oh, real yeah. cars. And you're not allowed to be pissed off about it. Right. 
If like someone parallel like, parks and nudges your car, like you're just supposed to go, okay, well, I should have had the rubber thing on the front. Right, right. It's it's my bad. You hit me. Yeah, basically. Yeah, it's it's crazy up there. No, everybody in Atlanta wants to get the hell wherever they're going. It's it's just that simple. We push car wrecks out of the way. It's like like in a rural area, you would take a fallen tree and you you roll it off the road. Roll it off the road. <laughs> we do the same thing for the elderly the folks. Same thing with, with on two eighty five. We just roll them off to the side. Well, Izzy, what uh, what you been up to this uh, this last week? You got uh, a whole bunch of stuff going on, new videos coming out, or has it just been all Maker's Playground? What have you been? Uh... We're mostly Maker's Playground stuff, working on the, the backside of things, trying to get things sussed out. We're trying to get a good program down for our newsletters, um, working on that. And then, um, you know, other stuff that's happening behind the scenes. We finally, I think, thanks to Frank and his hard work and diligence, we finally have a way to help. Uh, our pro members, PS paying members, monetize their content, so we'll they'll be able to make some money on Maker's Playground, which is pretty cool. Um, so we'll hopefully be introducing that in within, I mean, the sm- in a small form, testing the waters within a few weeks. Um, so that's that's taking up some time trying to figure that out and look at how the how that all looks in the back end. There's quite a quite a lot on the back end of that. Um, that and then jigs. I've been working on some new product ideas for table saw jigs. Um, robots been for, first and foremost in my mind here recently got a couple robots i'd like to build for the event i'm starting to think a lot about the clingsborg extravaganza and what that's going to look like and what that means. when is that by the way is that uh, the last october 20 october? october 25th and 26th the last okay, weekend yeah perfect yep so i've been trying to you know that's coming up quick we got what six six eight weeks seven weeks sex you we better have sex before <clears throat> that extravaganza well sorry um no, I, 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 Mike, I love you, but not that much, man. Um, really? So, yeah, no, dude, I've, I've lost almost sixty pounds at this point. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm the sexiest you've ever seen me. I, I don't know. You're man. gonna I have to show up here. Sexy You're gonna have to show up here looking like, um, I don't know, some hot model or something because that's just I, okay. Like, done. Kind of, kind of like you chunky there, Mike. I'm sorry. Jesus, <laughs> I know, I know. I just, Joel just like said, I don't have feelings. Yeah, some guys, some guys are chubby chasers. What are you going to do about it, Joel? Huh? We actually had we had we had a very funny uh, Joel Don't and I do had it. A funny interaction walking into the pool hall. Oh no! Um, oh. Yeah, no. This is uh, so he had, he said something about uh, the the shirts that I have are XLs and they're they're a little bit loose. And I told Joel, I was like, you know, at some point I'm going to need larges. And he goes, Go f yourself! I'm not sending you larges. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I did. I had already sent him XLs because he was down well, from a two X. Well, I was I was in a two X and I dropped to an XL. So Joel generously sent me a bunch of the uh, the podcast shirts. Um, and I th- and I think a missing digit shirt. No, I didn't get one of those. Well, then you don't get any. Screw you. That's fine. I'll just yeah. wash the other one hot and dry it hotter. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I was like, yeah, I'm gonna need to, I'm gonna need larges here. You know, probably in a couple months. And he was like, nope, I'm not sending you larges. I don't give a shit. <laughs> I'm going to, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to start sending you donuts. Okay. Yeah. I'm fine with that. I have a giant thing of M&Ms I, that are sitting on top of my refrigerator just for me to look at and go, nope. <laughs> that's, they're just, that's the only purpose. My kids aren't allowed to eat them. They just sit there every time I get a craving for chocolate because yeah, I get my period apparently. And then uh, I look up there and I'm like, I need chocolate. And uh, no, nope. Won't take them. So I like to leave little, uh, little torture devices around the house for me so I can push them away. It makes me feel stronger. But Hey, cool. hey, uh, Izzy, you want to help me? Uh, I, I got to design a marshmallow crossbow 
to complement my marshmallow catapult that I've designed. <clears throat> uh, because I got to make like two or 300 of them for the Maker Faire Atlanta show. Two. And so I, I, I need a few of them and I, I need to make them within three weeks. So I guess that's something. What are you going to so use you, for the composite for the bow part? Oh, I don't know. Actually, we have a crap ton of oak. I could cut it in really thin strips. Unless it's white. I mean, it, if it's white oak, maybe. If it's red oak, screw you. It's, it's white oak. Yeah, you're fine then. It's white oak. Just yeah. use white oak. Yeah. White oak makes I mean, good I bows. I don't have any willow or, or what's the you, what's the one they make the bows out Osage, of? Osage, orange, you, yeah, white oak. You. Cedar actually doesn't do too bad. Me? You. Cedar. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Um, White ash. Make, need, white ash works in a pinch. Yeah, I need to. I need to make a little thing that we can build together in about seven seconds, and uh, make it as uh, splintery as possible. Since these are going to be two, three, four, five year olds. <laughs> yes. Yes. Well, so, hey, listen. Uh, even though we get sandpaper discounted with the uh, unicorn meat, uh, <laughs> we do, we don't want to use it. And so, but uh, anyway, so I uh, I was reading some of our reviews online. We have reviews. Yeah, they're everywhere. And, Why would uh, anybody take the time? We've asked them. I don't. I don't even listen to the show. Yeah, I don't. I, I only. I listen to the beginning and the end because that's where the. Uh, that's where it has to be cut. <laughs> <laughs> so, but um, and there was uh, the, you know mostly uh, good reviews because I mean we've asked people to leave those, but the uh, there was somebody that said something about uh, the the show is is kind of you know, there's some good stuff in it, but you know, it's got some mediocre moments and some other things like that. And I just, um, for people that listen to this show, uh, this is basically three guys getting together and talk. And sometimes there's really cool shit that needs to be said, but we do these once a week and there isn't always cool shit that needs to be said. <laughs> so, um, but, uh, one of the things I wanted to talk about tonight was, uh, you know, people bringing their a game, you know, like, and, and you hear this, 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 thing a lot right bring your a game um you know when we go up to the Klingspor uh, event you know we want to be you know present with people be accessible you know have our best faces on um even though i was a little hung over and rob at, at probably two or three points was like dude you okay i'm like dude i drank a half a bottle of whiskey last <laughs> night <laughs> could you please and see it's a good thing a i didn't come because i'd have been sitting there going lightweight huh well, I drank it in like two hours. So, I mean, I well, was putting them down. That's pretty, a fair yeah, amount. It, it, yeah, it happened. For, it, for, a little, was, for a little fellow like you. Oh, that's, yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah, come right. on. What are we yeah. talking about? Um, but yeah, I would just say, uh, you know, bringing your A game. We, uh, with this show, I mean, I, we've actually said at the end of some of the shows, like, what the, what the hell was that? Like, <laughs> so, um, but yeah, the, I mean, as far as being able to, uh, you know, be present, be in the moment, and like be thinking about being your best is a very hard thing to do all the time. I don't know that anybody can always be a hundred percent of who they are. You know what I mean? Is I mean that's that's not possible, right? And I mean it's I mean it's unreasonable to ask. Well, and it is, and uh, and I you know for and, and listen. Uh, the people that like our show really love it. And, you know, we get this, uh, we've had the same number of downloads for like a year now. So we got, you know, we just have a group of people that really enjoy what we do. Um, for whatever reason, I have absolutely no idea, but they, they enjoy hearing us talk about God knows what. 
Um, and you know, we're not always going to be perfect. And, and the expectation, honestly, for our show here and for us just in general is that that's just the way things are. Like some days you're having a really good week and, and everything's going great. Your favorite song was on, um, you know, the, 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 the shampoo didn't go in your eyes that morning. Like you just, you know, all of it, all of it's just kind of working out, but most of the time it's just kind of a shit show, right? You're just sort of managing the best you can. And, and, uh, uh, but but the idea of of bringing your A game, so like there's certain things that you show up to, like if you go to somebody's wedding, right? You want to show up there with, you know, the best person you can be because that's their day and you don't want to, you know, screw all that up. Uh, you know, your kid's graduation, you know, those type of those type of things. When you're going to stay with friends somewhere in their house, you don't want to show up being an asshole and a giant, you know, just breaking everybody's balls about everything, right? So you um and my question is, is like, you know, when is it okay to not bring your A game? Like, do you have to be on all the time? <laughs> you know what I mean? So, and I'm just kind of curious when you guys are doing, you know, because you guys are all self-employed uh, for the most part. I mean, Izzy, you're kind of self-employed, I think. But, um, you know, d- do you, I mean, you're sort of like retired, sort of employed, sort of not really. You're just, you're kind of in between all of it at this point, but. Yeah, I'm the only um, retired guy I know that works 16 hours a day, seven days a week. Yeah, that's, that's, I mean, so yeah, you have this sort of weird caveat, like mm. you're retired and you work more than anyone I know. Um, but like, you know, when it comes to, you know, like stepping it up and, and you know, really showing up to, uh, you know. Are you giving job, me shit for not going to the show, the thing on Friday? Is that what this is about? Jesus, that's a lot of guilt, dude. You grew up Catholic. You gotta let that shit go. <laughs> yeah, we're not talking about that at all. Um, uh, no, I'm just, I'm kind of curious. Like, when you know, what does it mean to you guys to show up with your A game? And like, do you expect that of yourself all the time? Um, do you reserve it for certain situations, or do you just not give a shit at all? Three. I I'm pick curious. three. All right. Okay. About one hour a week. Or so, usually uh, Sunday nights around eight. Uh, I, f- I figure it's time to slough off a little. So that, like, so you're you're okay with n- not being a hundred percent? Oh, I'm perfectly fine. In all seriousness, I'm perfectly fine with not being a hundred percent. I'm I'm. There is no way uh, to keep uh, those people around me sane and myself sane. Um, yeah, I because. I, uh... Yeah, there's, there's just, there's no way that they could yeah. deal with me. You know, when you say a game, I think you know, wearing a, you know, wearing a hell of a nice three piece suit, you know, walking down the streets with your black wings all I shined up, listening, can't to, even listening to some you in a three piece suit, Bee Gees song, you know, with an upbeat. Uh, yeah, no, man, <laughs> it ain't happening. That would be amazing. Can we make that happen? <laughs> you can't tell about the rain. Right? No, <laughs> I'm not. Yeah, you know, um, I. <laughs> I learned, is, I learned a long time ago. That's what I mean by A-game. I learned a long time ago to just be me, just to be who I am all the time. And that's, you know, I mean, as far as like, as far as like bringing an A-game, I, um, I think, uh, I think that's one of the reasons I have such a hard time with people calling me a genius because I get those comments all the time when I do some crazy jig or whatever, but I'm not that smart. <laughs> I, I know me really well, guys. Let me promise you. I am not smart. I do a couple of things exceptionally well. Everything else, I don't do. I don't do well at all. Um, so I just, I learned a long time ago to be comfortable in my own skin. I'm a little bit self-deprecating. 
because and, it, and it's a it's a it's a, it's a <clears throat> tool that helps me get through uncomfortable moments and it also helps me kind of keep myself in check um you know not get a big head so to speak but as far as like a game i i'm i mean i i don't there's certain language i don't use in certain business situations depending on you know whether it's called for or not i i don't know what that means to bring your a game i guess well and, and see so like i'm always kind of on like I, you know, and, and that's and and sitting there at lunch with Rob the other day when he's asking me like, "What's wrong?" It's like, I'm I'm hungover, and like, <laughs> not only not only am I hungover, but question I have this, answered. Like, head, yeah, well, I have this head problem too, and it's it's really been bothering me like the last couple of days, like really badly. So, um, I get a little bit tuned out because I get tunnel vision, and and you know, I get these sort of weird migraine headaches that 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 come in and out. So I'm sitting, which, you know, I'm sure drinking doesn't help at all. Um, but you know, it's just, and I realize like people have a certain expectation of me where I have this sort of like on mode where, but the thing is, is it's not like a mode because it's just sort of the way I am most of the time. Um, I mean, you guys have been around me, you know, we're not on the air, which, you know, I'm, I'm not much of a different personality when we're doing this versus when we're not doing this. You know, and I mean, at least I don't think I am. I mean, you guys know better, but well, um, yeah. <laughs> I just well, had I, I just I, had an epiphany here. With oh, I had a mic epiphany, so no, I you which know, is no, it's it's just that you know, um, you do you do seem to walk around always with that with that flip switched switch flipped, yeah. Um, you know, and um, I don't think I've ever seen you for very long with it off i have seen you a little bit droggy in the morning but you take a like half a second shower and you're like freaking the energizer butt so (laughs) eh. well see the thing is when i'm around people um and i've always been this way uh the two things happen one um i i i always feel like anytime i'm around people i always feel like there's an opportunity to be with people like that's the and, and and I don't know that a lot of people have that sort of feeling. Um, some people don't like people, but like I really enjoy being around other folks. Like I enjoy not not all people, but the ones that I that I enjoy spending time with. Right. Um, like when I came to your shop, Izzy, you know, we were I was a hundred miles an hour the whole time I was there because yes, you were. And and you noticed. <laughs> so, um, but I mean, it's just, I really like being around other people because I enjoy spending time. I enjoy conversation. I enjoy, um, I enjoy making people laugh. Like I enjoy being in, in your life, even for a short period of time and making it just a little bit better. Like it's just a little bit brighter because I was there. Like that's a meaningful experience for me. Um, and, and this is you know, probably one of the reasons why I do this stupid radio show that we do. It's, it gives me an opportunity to kind of reach out and, and be, um, you know, somebody to people. You know, it's basically, I mean, all it really is. And that's a, um, you know, it comes from a lot of things. I, I didn't get uh, much attention from my parents when I was growing up, so I crave it from other people. Um, thanks, therapy. <laughs> you helped me work that out. That's, that's um, what you spent all that money on? Don't remind me <laughs> the, the amount of money I spent on that. I could have built my own school and taught myself that therapy, but the, um, uh, but I mean, it's just a, uh, I, I just enjoy the the company of others. And when I'm around other people, I feel it's not really an obligation, but I just, I feel like if we're going to be there together, we should have a purpose for being there. 
And sometimes that purpose is just, you know, kind of sitting and being quiet. And, and uh, Joel and I, um, we enjoyed some of that yesterday <laughs> or uh, Saturday. Um, but it's just a, you know, every now and again, I mean, I don't really have an off switch. And the funny part is, is like when people meet me out somewhere and then when they see me at home, they're always surprised that I'm the same guy. You know, like I don't have any downtime. Um, so, you know, I, I don't, when people say bring your A game, like, that's one thing about me is I don't really have another version of me. So like when I, when I show up, like I'm, I'm bringing everything I got anyway. And, uh, you know, I'm just kind of curious if you guys have sort of like a, like a switch or a step that you, you know, you, you either jump on or a box that you go into that, you know, okay, I'm, I'm now I'm something more. Um, the only time I ever you know, really I, do that when public speaking, I try to keep, get my head straight because my thoughts aren't linear. They kind of all jumble together. So mm-hmm. before a, public you know before i talk speak publicly i try to you know focus my thought process i guess but i mean if that's what you mean joel says you know the in the facebook thing that the three of us share that we comment back and forth about throughout the week about the podcast uh mike says bring the a game and i'm like what the hell's an a game is that like cornhole (laughs) (laughs) i had no idea this is where you were going with today by the way so Right. Oh well, good. I'm glad we could we could burn through it together. Right. Um, um, but I, yeah, I don't. You know, I I've got to have downtime. I mean, I've got to have, I've got to have times like, like I'm a I'm an extra extroverted uh, introvert, um, because I've got to have time to, like, I can hang, and I can be witty and funny if necessary. Uh, and I can enjoy conversations and I get a lot from those conversations and I enjoy socializing and I enjoy directing work and doing work and all those things that encompasses my day. Uh, but at some point I also want to flip on the TV and watch something senseless, uh, just, just to turn it off for a minute and reconnect, uh, mainly with myself. Um, sometimes it's even while I'm working, if I'm doing computer work or something like that, um, I'm, I'm maybe a B game on that at best, uh, because I'll be half watching a show or something in the background, uh, just to, just to give my brain, uh, I don't know, a timeout or something like that, because I've got a million things going through my head at any one time, like straight up ADD child, like, like the diagnosis came in in like 83, five years old you know, and this is when it wasn't being diagnosed. Like I was, the doc looked at my parents and was like, oh yeah, like this is, you could have, this was the textbook was him. (laughs) Uh, and, and this is, this is exactly who we were talking about when we wrote this. And so when my mind is going a thousand miles an hour, um, and for the same reason, I'll stop and have a conversation with someone specifically my wife i'll be in the middle of the conversation and i'll just stop like hey baby i was thinking we should pick up some sour cream and <laughs> and that's and it. it she's like that's it. she's she's like hey 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 you over there sour where, cream where where are we at we you said sour cream and i'm like uh yeah sour cream we need some butter and and i'll have to like i'll have to refocus back in and if you have conversations with me long enough, this is not like Maggie knows this. Like she's like, "Hello, hello, over here." Uh, and uh, I can see her snapping very... her fingers at you, like, "Hey, 
Oh, ab- absolutely. That's absolutely. all. <laughs> Over uh, here. She's, no, she'll literally just stand at me and, and look and be like, are we doing a thing? <laughs> well, because, you know, she gets paid by the hour, so she doesn't want to hurry this along. No, no, I get it. So, uh, so, so yeah, so it's, it's one of those things where we, you know, in my brain at a certain point runs out of gas to stay on track. So that's a good point where I know I need to, I need to reshuffle and put my, um, kind of the inner side of myself, um, back into doing something that I either want to do or, or don't have to do. Um, it's why I have a lot of like toys and fidgety things. Like I have, I have a bag of bearings on my desk, you know, just because why not? Um, (laughs) just, just to fiddle with. No, I mean, seriously, like I just keep, I keep weird little toys and, and things and, and uh, on my desk just to give myself, a a a moment. Izzy, what do you have there? What is that? I was just agreeing with Joel, but I don't do it. Oh. I don't do it for, I actually use these things to help me think, um, bearings. <laughs> so, yeah. Everybody's got to have bearings. And this is, uh, I have bearings on my desk. This is, I don't, I don't even know who you are. If you don't have bearings on your desk, this is a fr- wooden freewheel that I designed. Um, kind of a Jacob's He's cl- a clutch currently for those traveling in the car. Yeah. And can't look down at their their audio recording. Yeah, so he's he's showing us a wooden object that looks it's um, it's a freewheel sexual. It's a freewheel device. It's um um like any like a bike freewheel. It's uh but it's made out of wood. Designed it for some applications and some future robot builds just for fun. You know what I I dislike now. Uh, speaking of bikes and freewheels, uh, there was people. an audible click as as the as the gear uh, would go past the the point of engagement in in freewheeling you know you had the bikes that early on you would pedal and the pedals would have to keep going yeah and then they and they invented a slip clutch for it mm-hmm. where where that point got where you could only do you could only apply pressure in one direction mm-hmm. to make the the bike go and they made a very specific clicking noise to your speed and now in recent years they're using a whole different clutch design well, that I've noticed people they don't have clickiness in them anymore. It's actually it's that's because they use um they use something that's very similar to what I designed here. It's, there's no yeah, there's very very few moving parts inside of it. I'm, I just I don't like that. So, I don't like yeah. that one bit. Well, they, I want that they, to go away. They last a lot longer and don't break down. They're good. I yeah I, no you have to have the the clicky as your coast. Grab a clothespin and a playing card. You'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> They wear out. I try it. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, no. As as far as like, I don't, I don't have any pressure on me to bring. My, I don't have a manager sitting over over me asking me where I am on deadlines. My deadlines are going to be damn done when they're damn done, um, because because I I have I have set my own obligations, and I I know myself well enough now to know to give myself the time that I need without being stressed out about things. Very few things. I mean, we literally take a whole year to get ready for Christmas. Like we don't, we used to like, like, Oh, it's October. We should probably get going. I say that in April now because I'm like, ah, you know what? Batch out as many as you can get done today. Let's get this stuff. You know, I'll order in wood and whatever, and we'll get the stuff done and we'll set it up. And, and now we, we do things at a much more, um, I wouldn't say leisurely pace, but we do it in a much more controlled way where I don't have to put out fires anymore. It's, it's done in a way that, that we can, 
we can all, uh, nobody's killing themselves to do something. So, and that, and that's pretty much how I schedule about everything in my life. So, so if that's not an A game, uh, what, whatever, basically my A game is whatever lets me be lazy. So hmm. however, however I can best plan that. No. Yeah. See, here's where it pisses me off is I have a, um, like I, what I do for a living every now and again, you, you need focus and maybe focus is a better term for a game. Um, it, maybe not though. <laughs> so, but it's like when I sit down, I'm like, I really want to, you know, like I want to focus and do the things and you know, it's like, I don't really have another gear because I'm kind of already in it. You know what I mean? So I, I, I don't, I mean, I, I, a game doesn't, it's a, like, I understand that the, the concept and the process, I'm just sort of like, I don't know that I have a different version of me. Like, that's the, you know, like, I don't know that I can, like, if we show up to play basketball or something, like, I don't have more basketball I can play. You know what I mean? Like, if we, like, there's just not a, if I'm at Izzy's shop and we're building a workbench, like, I don't have a different version of me that can show up there and and build the workbench. I'm going to be the guy that comes in, like, sweeping up as I play along, like, um, uh, you, you know, just working the whole time I'm there, looking for the next thing to do. Like, that's just, I'm just going to be that guy, you know, and I don't really have a downtime until it's time to not be working anymore. You know what I mean? Like, I just, so, yeah, the, the whole, the idea behind a game, I just, I'm, I'm, I'm curious because the thing with me is I don't really like, it's, it's kind of hard to describe. I don't want to have a different, version of me that just kind of unplugs and is kind of weird and you know blah blah it's just that um with it's not weird it's normal when i had like, here's I'd the problem you're the here's the oddity my on that it might be and and here's my biggest problem is that when i experience downtime like if i get to the point i get really lost and kind of caught up in thoughts and a lot of times to me that leads to sort of like depressing weird shit but i like to keep moving because it keeps me out of that stuff like, it's just, if I don't have, if I, if I were to sit on my couch and meditate for an hour, I'd be completely suicidal by the end of that time. <laughs> like, I, I, it just, my head goes into a weird space and like, I find myself sort of, um, in this very weird kind of headspace. So I, I always stay out of that. And that to me is kind of my A game. Like I'm always trying to move forward. Um, I don't want to spend time in the past. I don't want to, I don't want to have downtime mentally that's almost like that, exactly the thought of that scares the shit out of me that's almost exactly the opposite of what i do i live inside my own head all the time and what you guys see on the outside is probably five percent of actually what's going on inside my head at any given moment so i well i think that's that's very true for me like especially because there's there's probably 30 things a day that um i don't say <laughs> that i shouldn't say and i'm glad i didn't <laughs> <laughs> so um, i think that i think that number is much smaller maybe two um no <laughs> well you'd actually be surprised the conversations that take place in my head like the things i've wanted to talk about in the last 15 minutes like there's been a lot of censorship going on um, thank you mike <laughs> yeah because you know i don't want izzy sitting there going jesus christ what am i doing with my free time <laughs> so um 
But yeah, I mean, that's just I like. I guess the uh, you know maybe maybe uh, the unplugging is just something like, and we've done a show about that where you know you really do need some downtime and sort of some time to decompress and and whatnot. I just I can't find comfort in it. You know, we talk well, to people like, oh, I can't wait to go sit on the beach. Like, yeah, but that could be like, a- there's no sitting on the beach. I can't. I, I, yeah, it's just, I, 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 I can sit on the beach, but I got to be doing shit while I'm there. Like, I got to dig. I got to be looking for sand dollars. I got to go jump on the waves, you know. Um, like, just sitting there is, I can't, I don't know how to do that. Yeah. <clears throat> we all have our. It doesn't our, make sense to me. It's interesting. We, we all three have very unique, different personalities. And, it's kinda, Thank God. It's kind of interesting to see the, the dynamic. It would be a very boring podcast if we all agreed to each other. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> that was actually a conversation I had with Mike Ziegler this weekend. We were talking about, like, I'm not a religious person. Um, and a couple Surprise. of the people. Up, yeah, and a couple of people up there are. And, uh, you know, I, and, and, like, I actually, I appreciate that. Like, I think that what you, you know, what you believe in, I, I don't believe in. And that's okay. Like, I, you know, some people think pocket holes is the way to do joinery. And they're completely wrong and deserve <laughs> to burn in hell that I don't even think exists. But um, They're ancient, Mike. Hey, Mike. Yeah, it's it's just so you know, one yeah. of the products I plan on bringing out to Bronco next year, brand new way of making pocket holes. Well, I, I actually, I, I was defending pocket holes, but sometimes you got to make jokes and uh, take out oh, positions. Yeah, but, yeah, sure. Thanks, buddy. Yeah, but, um, but no, like, I... I, I I'm not a religious person, but I'm glad that people are. Like, if everybody thought like me, it'd be a really boring goddamn world. Like, I mean, you know, it just, I don't want everybody to think the same thing I think. Like, I, I want to have other people have different ideas and, and I can learn from them or not learn from them. And, you know, I, I don't, uh, I, I don't want everyone to give like the same response. Like, it, 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 what a boring place that would be. It's so much better that, I mean, the three of us, we align on almost everything. Like the things that we think about and the things that like actually matter to us in terms of like family, politics, like all that, you know, we, we align on politics and that we shouldn't talk about it. We align on religion and that we shouldn't talk about it. Like, that's, like we don't, you guys don't believe the same things I believe. Um, we just know that it's not a topic that, that is going to make or break us. If Izzy told me he was a Baptist or he was an atheist or he believed in Buddha, like it makes absolutely no difference to us. You know what I mean? And that's when I say we align on those thoughts. Um, it's because, you know, it, it, we've decided that, uh, you know, I can respect you. It doesn't matter what you carry. Like, you know, is it, it, there's it, there's nothing well, you're going to tell me about what you believe that's going to be make me. I mean, right. Yeah. The whole the way you eat sandwiches with, you know, mayonnaise and Oh God, that other shit. I mean, that's I, that almost there, was the end for us. Peanut, but there, peanut butter and pickles. What was it again? There is a place for those things, but not not in what we do, and not in social media. They just don't belong there because, quite frankly, nothing you're going to say is going to change my mind about anything, and it's going to make you look like a butthead. So <laughs> basically, it's just not worth yeah. the effort. I like passion. I like anybody that's. I mean, don't get me wrong. I have some strong beliefs of my own i i'm generally I'm passionate about pocket holes does that count <laughs> <laughs> absolutely and uh and, and i i just i like seeing people passionate about things uh they may be completely wrong um but it sure is nice when you see that kind of uh naive um passion that dives headfirst into things well it's i'll 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 watch those like like facebook um like like strings of comments of people battling back and forth 
Oh, what and a waste of time. My, I know it is, but it's it's like watching a train wreck and it's just This is fun. unique conversation. My son, my 18-year-old son or soon to be is really upset with me right now and he hasn't talked to me in a while. And he's going through this learning curve or you know, he's going to have to go through this process and it's and it's really on him. Uh and I think this happens a lot of people place blame on others and this person should do this and this person should do that and ultimately you're not mad at that person. You're mad at yourself. You're mad at your idea of what that person should be that they're not living up to. Mm-hmm. It's not that person's fault. It's yours. It's your own damn fault. And I think once people try to get that through their noggins, like if you're upset about somebody and the way they're behaving, um, unless they just punched you in the face or pooped on your foot, uh, you know. If they pooped on your foot, like you should not be I'd upset be, with I'd that. I'd be much, I'd be much more upset with poop on my foot. So you're mad. Really? So you're not mad at them. You're mad at yourself or you're mad at the way you think they should be behaving or the way they should be carrying themselves or the way they should be doing that. And I hear that so often and I'm like, you're not mad at that person. You're mad at yourself. You're mad at an idea that you have in your brain that in most cases has no justification for the person's behavior. And I think one, and so he's learning, you know, I, I think because I live a very different lifestyle than what his mother lives. Um, and he thinks that everybody should do that. He's got this idea about what I should be doing and not doing. And um, he's upset about it. And, and, you know, he's not talking to me at the moment. So I'm, he's got this learning curve, this process, and it may, and you know, heck, it might take him a few years to get through it. But sooner or later, he's going to come to the realization with some nudging that um, he's mad at an idea. He's not mad at me. He's mad at an idea of what he thinks I should behave like or I should do. And, um, you know, it's one of those really rough things that I think um, I, I haven't done a good enough job of teaching my children about that type of process or, you know, to go through that process. And I think a lot of us, even as adults, suffer from that, where it's like, you know, I'm really ticked off at this person because they did this thing. And I'm like, well, what's so bad about that thing? Well, I didn't want them to do that thing. Or that's an irresponsible thing. Well, it may be irresponsible in your eyes with your values and your beliefs, but it may not be in theirs. And if you stop to consider their values, their beliefs, their processes, you're really just pissed off at yourself. You know, it's funny. I had somebody tell me that 10 years ago and it stopped me in my goddamn tracks. Like they actually, um, this guy I worked for in the mortgage business, uh, his name's Bernie, maybe the sweetest human being you've ever talked to. He was upset about something and he told me, he said, you know, he goes, you're never, you're never pissed off at somebody else. You're just, you're mad at yourself. And when he said that, I was like, that might be the most honest thing I've ever heard it said. Like it was just, actually, I think I said it to you this weekend, Joel, like you're not, you're never really mad at anybody. You're mad at yourself. The and exactly for the reason that Izzy details there is you're not um you're mad because they won't do what you think or say well if you approach if you approach a, like, a relationship or a friendship or anything without expectations like i love this person because they're cool they do this thing that i love they're you know if you try if you were if you try to receive people and that's a hard thing to do because he, i i do it all the time or, you know, where you have expectations of people, um, you're not mad at them if they don't live up to your expectations. You're mad at your damn self. So, and I, I so Mike, I hate to, I'm sorry to interrupt, well, but you I, don't, I wanted to make you that, don't know I wanted that. to make that point. That's the problem though, is you don't, you don't know that that's the case. Well, that's why, that's why being a parent and 
you know, a friend, that's kind of your obligation to help people understand that or the one, the ones that you love to understand that it's not necessarily the other person's fault. Why is that a bad thing? And the bad, the reason it's a bad thing is because it's not what you wanted. Ergo expectations. So, you know, that's, that's kind of a hard thing to digest because people, then you have to take some responsibility for your own anger or you have to take some responsibility for the way you feel about a situation when you feel justified that the situation was, you know, you were crapped on by somebody else. I'm like, well, what really happened there? Now, there are definitely situations where it's absolutely 100% somebody's fault if you're in an abusive relationship or, but in a healthy, you know, a conversational dynamic relationship. Yeah, you know, it's there's there's situations where you just have to kind of register that, you know, take a second to step back and breathe and say, okay, am I really mad at that person? Did they really do something that is awful, or did they just do something that I don't see eye to eye with? Now, people do every day do things that I think are silly and dumb, but if, and if that was the case, I would have I would be around no one, you know. If I, if I was just mad at everybody because they did something silly or something I thought was silly or dumb. So that was my, that's where, you know, we got off on the left field there, but that's kind of where I was going with, with Quinn. And, well, no, that's a good conversation. So, I, I see for me, I have a, when I get pissed off at somebody, I get very quiet um, for a couple of reasons. One, when I used to get mad, like as a kid, I, if you talked back to my mother, she'd beat you into the emergency room. So you, you didn't. You just had to spend some time in your own thoughts, figure out what was going on, right? So it was a uh, evaluating. Is it worth it or not? <laughs> well, I mean, you, you, there's really like mental chess that has to be played there. You know, when you're, sure. you're you know, if you're gonna take a stand, like you're gonna get the shit kicked out of you, and it's gonna hurt for a while. Like you're, you know, it's a. Um, so when I get when I get really like bothered by something, I just I disconnect completely because I have to figure out what's going on before I can re. I have to gather my thoughts on things. Like I have to know why I'm pissed off. What went wrong? Did I do it? Was it somebody else? And then ultimately, how do I move forward with it? Mm-hmm. That's the because I can't make you move forward. If you get if you and if you and I as he have a fight about something, I I can't make you say you're sorry. I can't make you take a position of empathy. I can't I can't change who you are. I can only change who I am. And, and, and in some way that changes our relationship, but it doesn't change you, you know? So it's, um, I, there's no way for me to make you say, uh, I'm sorry, or I fucked up or I did, you know, whatever. Like I, there's no, I, I can't do that. There's no, there's no mechanism for that. I can only say, Hey, here's what I think I did wrong. And here's what I hope we can do better. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, and we might be able to agree on that. And then there's, and, and, you know, usually in some of that, there's some, some empathy and then, you know, we can find common ground. And, um, most of the time there's, you know, dual apologies and things like that. But like when, when I get pissed off, I just, I shut all the way down because I have to understand what happened. You know what I, I mean? Don't, I need to know. I don't think that's an uncommon mechanism. I think most people, when they are unsure or uneasy or upset, that they crawl into their own thoughts. I mean, there's some that just react. There's a lot of people that I, well, not a lot, but a few throughout the years that I've seen that just react to situations, and those are always dangerous people. Um, but well, that part of the reason too is that I'm a monster. Like you know, I can be a really hateful person when I'm pissed off, so it's easier for me to just not talk. Like, and the people in my life that know me will tell you, like, it's 
if you force me to have a conversation at a time I'm not ready to, I can be a really terrible person. Um, you know, so if, if I'm telling you, Hey, let's, let's not do this right now. Most people that know me know you'd probably, I'm not trying to be a diva or, you know, like tell you it has to be my way, but I'm just saying like, it's better that we just don't do this right now. You know what I mean? Like we probably want to take a step back on this and we'll let's reconvene when everybody's cooler. And I've had a chance to kind of work this out because right now all I want is to, you know, throw you into a wood chipper and, and like, no, I get that. Whistle. I get that. Um, mm. you know, I, I'm sounds very much like my youth. I was very intempered. And, um, I, the fact that you can actually pause and say, Hey, I need, you need, we need to stop right here and we'll come visit this later when I don't feel like killing you is probably a good it's probably a great control, you know, mechanism that you have, that you've got built, you know, and, uh, well, I mean, again, the, here's the problem. Like when you get pissed off at your, it's your mother, mm-hmm. like, and what are you gonna do? Beat up your mom. You know what I mean? Like if she's like going just completely crazy on you, like that mechanism is built into you automatically because you're not going to kick the shit out of your mom. You know what yeah. I mean? Like there's just, there's no, there's no part of your head that lets you make that, that, you know, a plus B equals C uh, move. It's just, um, so yeah, so for me, it's like, I, I needed to be able to, you know, take a minute and, you know, even in times when, you know, I was getting the, the shit kicked out of me, like, you know, you gotta be able to just kind of absorb what's happening right? and then figure out the best way to move through it. Even when the best way to move through it means that you might even be apologizing for things that, um, aren't your fault. <laughs> like you just have to find the way to, to, you know, how do we, how do we move forward? You know, and that's, um, that but that's a skill a lot of people don't have man a lot of people stay in that they stay in that anger for a long time and it it doesn't you know i've i've always said on this show i mean forgiveness is a gift you give to yourself because i can't make you forgive me i can only forgive you like i can only try to repair what we have if you decide not to like i can't fix that like that's a it's a fool's errand yeah um well said. There's nothing I can do that makes you a different person, you know, other than, I mean, yeah, I can give you, other than give you a version of me that you can find acceptance with if it's worth it to me. I mean, there's plenty of people in my life that I've just been like, hey, best of luck to you. <laughs> this is it, you know? Right. Just like you, just like you with the band hammer on YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm, well, there's, I'm moving on. There's a best of luck. Yeah, I mean, when you think about it, there's a cadence to people's life, and you have to start. You know, as a at, at a young age, you kind of start figuring out what that cadence is going to be. And if you feel there's value in spending time on perfectly perfect strangers being idiots, then that's your cadence. Mine is the opposite of that. So, um, you know, whatever. But it's an interesting conversation, you know. And I think this whole, you know, the A game thing, and, and really kind of um, you know, being acceptance and, and not having expectations of people, it means that you get to live a happier life because you're not angry at yourself. Um, in in certain ways. Now, Grant, like we said before, there's there's exceptions to this. You know, you um, but I think, and I, I'm not. I wish I was better at you know f- uh, formulating a, a sentence that made a lot of sense about it. But I think, like in this situation where we're talking about, um our personal ability to uh, have our a game on. And maybe that's part of the part of that for me is part of that a game is being more accepting of the fact that our having less expectations about certain things. And I, I, I struggle with that. I think everybody does. Um, 
Yeah, I've always said, somebody told me one something one time, it was like, anger is like a rocking chair. It gives you something to do, but it doesn't get you very far. That's a really great saying. Yeah. And I was like, wow, that's, you know, yeah. that's kind of hit you in between the eyes yeah. type of conversation right there. But Yeah, it's one of those tough. Joel, you've been, you haven't said anything. <laughs> like, just, I'm just going to sit back you, here. Because, are you pissed off I, at us right now? <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm not mad at you. No, I, I just disagree with you guys. So Okay. I, on on a number of points. On pocket but, holes? Uh, yeah, pocket as soon as holes, we started absolutely. talking about pocket holes, you went you you, you got recessed. No, I th- <laughs> I think I think it's fine to have expectations of people. I think it's fine to let people in on your life. I live my life um you have to accept me for who I am. And that may take three days to figure out. That may take three years to figure out. And I'm always uh, changing. I mean, there's always something different about me. I have new things happening in my life. And so if you're going to be my friend, you're going to have to either accept those changes, um, assuming that you've already accepted the bulk of what I am in the first place. Um, and you're going to have to roll with the punches as they come along. It's, it's not an easy thing. It's a relationships aren't offer on it's a, it's, it works with the punches. Um, and I don't disagree. I don't think that if you invest time in somebody and if you invest in a relationship, you should have expectations and you should have those expectations. Um, not did, hidden. You should. Did I say uh, that I didn't have expectations of people I have relationships with? Well, you, you, I'm assuming you're not talking about just the general public because I don't care what, what Karen is doing right now. I, I'm, <laughs> I'm interested in who, who the people are that I surround myself with. So, so when you say when you get mad at someone, I, I think I disagree a bit because the, the idea is that you've invested a lot of time that you've, you've had this, you've had this, um, this back and forth that builds up a relationship. And if you don't, I, I disagree because if you don't invest something in people, then what do you, you don't really get anything out of that relationship. You have to be in a position of getting hurt at any time. Like you have to be, if you're going to have a relationship where, where you, where you find some personal enjoyment with them, where they are part of your life, where you tell them your concerns and your happiness and, and they share in, in that brotherhood, sisterhood or, or friendship. Um, it needs to be intimate. It needs to be painful when it ends. I'm not saying you shouldn't end it. I just, think that there are consequences to that level of, uh, that level of, of interaction. I can, I can talk to somebody through drive through window. Perfectly fine. Have all my life. One of the reasons why I'm 400 fucking pounds, <laughs> but, but to have good conversations with people over a bourbon or to have conversations with your neighbor as you develop those relationships, or you have conversations with past lovers or ex-wives or whatever things those are. Um, you have to be willing to understand that, um, maybe it's something you're going to do that hurts them. Maybe it's something that you're making a decision on. I've lost like as epically good friends as one can have, like every weekend bringing kids to each other, either their house, our house. And, and he decided to have an affair and it broke my heart. Because, because I didn't care about the affair. I don't, I don't think of marriage and sex in that way. I just knew what it would do to her. Mm-hmm. And I happened to know about it, which, which made me feel, um, which made me feel bad. 
for her and made me feel bad for the relationship because, because we were in love with being friends and we were in love with being a couple that did things together. Do you know how frigging hard that is in your thirties to find that kind of friendship in your forties, to find that kind of friendship where you, where you would care for their kids as, as well as you would your own. And, and it's that, and we got hurt and that's okay because it, it, it took me years to, to feel like that relationship because when it ended, it ended, it ended horribly and we lost them as that, as that unit mm. of friendship. And Margo and I <clears throat> often talk about those times. Yeah. Um, and it's, but, but I don't, I disagree. You have to put investment into people and it's okay to be mad at them when they don't do what you expect them to do. It is not necessarily your responsibility to change them. It's not your responsibility to inform them other than if they, you know, if they're inquiring and, and want to know why things aren't the way they were. But I, I disagree. I think, I think that, that to have those levels of friendship, um, to have those inner connections where they're, they're as close as family or closer than family especially when you get older in life, it's very easy to make friends as kids. Uh, you know, you literally walk up to a door and ring a doorbell and say, Hey, is can Johnny come out and play? And then all of a sudden you have a lifelong friend. Um, when you're older in life and you're trying to, to have those relationships with people, um, and, 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 and be able to share those, those super personal things. Um, it's, it's, uh, they're going to disappoint you. You're going to have to understand that they're, you, they're going to do some things that make you bang your head against the wall because that's not the way you're going to do it. But if you don't put in that emotion, if you don't open yourself up to that hurt, you never get those glorious moments of, of, uh, friendship and peace and, and, uh, and abilities to, to have somebody to connect to. And sometimes in the worst times of your life, it's, you're, it's never free. None of that's never free. You're talking Joel. And I, I agree with you on a lot of this, but what you're talking about is relationships and commitment. When we're talking about, when, when I'm talking about expectations, um, PJ probably said it best. When you, when you have expectations, you're setting up yourself for disappointment and unhappiness from within. We're not talking about, you know, commitment. That's what, that's what you're talking about. You're talking about commitment in, in a know, relationship. I don't know. It's, but we're talking about unreasonable expectations that you put on yourself because you think somebody else should do something. That's, that's what I mean when I'm like, like, yeah, but you, you, you instinctively, if you're in a, if you're in a good relationship with somebody that somebody that you pal around with somebody that, that you tell your deepest, darkest secrets to your, your, your not lover friend. Mm -hmm. You know, those people that you trust to be by your side, the people you call when you're broken down, the people you call when your wife leaves you, mm -hmm. the, the, the people that you share your life with, the people that you've chosen to do but that. That's, with. that's commitment um, and relationship. That's outside of the realm of what we're, what, what we're talking about as far as expectation right now, at least I consider that outside of the realm of what we are talking about when it comes to expectation. Well, you, you started so, off with a conversation about your son. Yes. Which, which means that's a super deep personal relationship. It is, but right? again, and, it's not about my commitment to him or his to me. It's about his expectation of a way I should behave. 
And I know that it, it sounds like those are the two same things, but they're vastly different. If, if I, th- so that's, I that's, think it's okay that's why to be hurt. I, I think you and I are kind of like on the same page, but attacking it, or maybe it's just the language that makes it feel like it's supposed to be the same thing, but it's not, it's not at all. I am a hundred percent committed to my son and my son, even though he's mad at me right now because he expects me to do certain things that I'm not is a hundred percent committed to me. You know, he loves me to death. There, there's no, there's no, that's not in question here. So, uh, yeah, but I, I think, uh, I don't know the specifics, but I think, I think it's okay to have expectations of people. I absolutely disagree. Whatever. I I think it's fair to say that if you're going to participate in me, Mm -hmm. in, in my world, then the same way that I would participate in your world or Mike's, I would expect to, like, I wouldn't. I wouldn't, Mike should expect, and I should not, uh, oh. grope his wife <laughs> when, when we're out together. Like that's a reasonable expectations. And I never said that. I understand, <laughs> but, but there's a long list, never been there's set. a long list of, of things that, that we should expect. And if they don't live up to those things, then you can always drop the A-bomb well, and, uh, and terminate that. Just right. to, just to, I get where really you're coming quickly. from. I think, I, I just think we're on two separate pages trying to say, well, I, I, I agree think, with you about relationships. I, I think you guys have a, I think you guys have a language, uh, dispute here and, um, and I, Izzy, I've, I've known you for a while. Um, you do have expectations of people because, um, Oh yes, I absolutely do. So that's what I mean is I don't, I think that there's just a, a language uh, dispute here because I know you have very similar expectations to people as I do. I, I expect if, if whether you are a um, peripheral friend of mine or someone who is the closest person in my life, I have an expectation of trust from you. Yeah. And trust that again, that trust, that trust can't be violated because once you've lost once, once you've gone out and and I've trusted you and and you've taken that and, and taken advantage of it somehow, mm-hmm. it's very hard for me to place that trust back in you. And and in the relationships in my life, I need trust. Like it's just a again that is a thing. Again, I would say we're talking there, about there are people. Again, I would say we're on two different pages talking about the same thing. You know, but I agree with you. We are, yeah, and that's yeah. why. No, I'm 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 playing I'm playing the, right. the sort of devil's sure. advocate between the sure, two sure. of you here. It's a, a I think it's more of a. I don't think that we have the language here to. I and I don't necessarily think we're thinking about different. Yeah, things. and I I think in this case, uh, as far as everybody's expectations goes, it's important to remember that I'm really good at building robots and I suck at talking. So no, I, keep that in mind. I, I don't, you're, you're not, I, I don't think you're being inarticulate if that's a word. Um, although I think everybody would understand what I mean when I say it is, I just think that, um, like for me, I have an expectation of trust with people that I care about with people that I consider close friends with people that, you know, I, I love, mm-hmm. um, if I can't trust you, I can't have a relationship with you. You're somebody I used to know. Um, you know, it's basically what that boils down. If I've shared something with you, um, that is personal and intimate and, you know, it doesn't even have to be like a deep, dark secret, just, sure. um, you know, whatever. Uh, and, and you've, you violated that trust. It is very hard to rebuild that. Now at the same time, I am not a perfect person by any stretch. Like there is, um, it, not, not even remotely close. And I don't expect the same of others. It, you know, I, I'm okay if, um, you know, if, if we've had problems and, and, you know, um, I have, 
you know, people in my life that, you know, they piss me off regularly because they don't, they, they just, they, there's always a line they're crossing. Um, you know, and, but I mean, you have to be able to say, Hey, look, you know, this is the line that we've crossed and, and, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm upset by this and, and, you know, uh, can we stop doing it? And it may get to the point where I'm just, it's not worth having these people in my life anymore because, um, you know, I mean, and, and at the end of the day, we all act in this, in this way, selfishly, you have friends because of what they can provide you. Um, now that is a shitty way to think of friends, but, uh, you know, you don't have anybody in your life that you can't get something from. Um, and, and that's not to say that you use them for things because you just have, that's, that's how relationships work. You, you give, they give, that's just a, uh, and you can call it an expectation if you want, but there's no one that you have in your life with the exception See, of family that you sort of have a requirement for that you, you know, you, you just when I, allow to be, when there. I call you my friend, that's, that's a commitment. That's not, Absolutely. I'm not, oh, yeah. I, you oh. know, I'm not expecting Absolutely. certain things from you as a friend. I, I'm saying I'm calling you a friend because I'm committed to you and I believe that you're committed to me in some mm-hmm. way, shape or form. But, well, but again, you, that's not an expectation but, of you. Yeah. I think the I think expectation becomes sort of an ethereal thing because right. you expect I think right respect you expect trust so you expect um, if we back so there there's a basic level of expectation but right. at the same time I understand what you're saying is it's not a there's not like a canned list of things that you have right. to have where you right know, you I don't as my friend I don't expect you to believe the same things I do I don't expect you exactly. to enjoy the same things I do you know I don't expect those things from you. You're a friend of I'm mine. Eating peanut butter and pickles. Well, hey, peanut butter pickles and mayonnaise <laughs> is the best thing there ever was. I'm just telling you. But so I think that I think you're right. I think, and we can disagree on that. I think, we can, yeah, and, and, you know, and I think as we go back, we if, if we back this up, if we back this up, and I'm, I am, I cannot describe the amount of passion and 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 drive and interest I have in our community in the maker community. Uh, to me, it is. Um, you know, for lack of a better way of coining the phrase, it's my church. It's it's the thing that means the most to me. That's why I you stole that from me, you bastard. I've said that a couple of, so many well, times. Well, maybe that's How maybe that's you? why you know. But that's that's <laughs> the thing that means more to me than anything else. And the, whether you're a Buddhist, a Christian, a Mormon, uh, you know, whatever, whether you believe in Trump or or Hillary or aliens from outer space, I don't care about that. I don't have expectations of you believing the same things I do. I, I, what I do have is a belief system that you enjoy the same things that I do or similar things that I do because you're here in this community interested in creating, interested in building things, interested in improving your life and the environment around you. Those are the things that I think are important. You know, so when it comes to that, when we back up to the whole, if you're going to come on, um, a social media site and, and preach whatever, uh, you're just, you, you know, you're just setting yourself up for failure to start with, and you're just going to upset people. That's why I kind of, well, you know, kind of went off on the left field there, but. Yeah. See, I don't care if you, it, like, not to go off on a side tangent here. Let's do it. We're good at side have, tangents. It, yeah, but I don't care if you have a, um, if you have an opinion differs from mine, I, as long as you have an interesting take or idea. Um, the problem with most people on social media is they're shitty communicators to begin with and they just go, uh, blah, blah, blah. And, and they say, you know, uh, whatever, Hillary, this Trump, that they just post some random bullshit. They don't have any opinion or insight or any, there's nothing worthy of their sharing what they share. So they just get, they're just, they're just taking somebody else's opinion and, and giving it to you. 
So it, it becomes uninteresting. That's my biggest problem with the the whole social media and sort of political ranting and the back and forth and all that stuff. Is it's you're not even you're not even invested in the opinion you're sharing. So it's not your opinion. There's no reason for me to argue with you because you didn't give a shit anyway. You just threw this in my face like a water balloon. Like, hey, we're getting, here's something I saw online that I thought was interesting. We're getting awfully. Um, you're making me nervous. <laughs> but yeah, you're right. I no, mean, I'm just you saying. Know. Like, and, and, right. And and again, if I don't, I I love when I disagree with people. Mm. I love when because it gives me an opportunity to learn something. Mm. I don't learn shit from people that think the way I do. Like I get, that's that's just a reinforcement. Right. There's nothing challenged there. When you challenge my ideas and you tell me, hey. Here's something I believe in that's contrary to what you believe in. It makes me rethink what I believe in. You might have facts I don't know. Right. And I'm not I'm not the smartest guy in the world, so there's a 100% chance that you have facts I don't know. So, yeah, I don't uh, I I have absolutely nothing um you know, there is nothing about other people's opinions. It's just when you're just spouting bullshit that you've found on the internet, um, you know, without any investment of your own, like I don't care. Like that's where it, it just becomes boring at that point and that's when you know, I, I I I sort of tune out, and that's that's where the frustration of social media and you know the political rantings go. But that's a again sort of a side tangent from what we're talking right. about. Is you know, and it, I think at least have a at least have an investment in the goddamn opinion you're sharing, please. Right. You know, I mean, it's just it's too much. Have you know? I mean, but, like you know, yeah. Okay, I'm gonna stop right there. But yeah, you know, we're getting we're we're, yeah, we're, we're nine yeah, we're that, nine that's a whole we're nine thirty, and we could we could go to keep going for another two hours on this stuff. Yeah. But you know, and I think you know. I mean, at this point, I think where Joel and I are going to agree to disagree, and I think that's more of a language barrier than anything else. Um, in my, probably mostly on my part, uh, but yeah, I, 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 w- I want everybody to be happy. And well, the- and and for me, a violation of trust might be a punch in your mouth. Like yeah. that might, you know, we might be able to just work past it from there. <laughs> oh, you're so far away now. Yeah. <laughs> so. No, I I was I I have expectations of people, but my expectations are baseline expectations. So I don't. Um, I I do as well. I, I fail all the time. You know. I, yeah, but and, and that's the thing is I try to be gracious to people because I am very often at the apology. You know, the apology pew. Uh, you know, <laughs> giving my penance because I've pew. I've fallen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've fallen short of the uh, you know the expectations that I re- require from other people. So I you know I'm not um, again like I say I'm not perfect. I don't expect the people in my life to be perfect. Um, you know I, I try to be gracious in in I, but I fail. I'm I'm like every other idiot that you know that, that's on the planet that's listening to this. There was there was a thing I listened to. Um, Penn Jillette, I listen to him on the Joe Rogan podcast, which is my sort of, uh, that is my church, basically. I listen to that thing, you know, pretty religiously. But um, he was talking about, you know, he's sort of, he sees himself as one of the 7 billion people. He's trying to get away from teams. And it reminds me of this quote that I saw, and it was um, some guy, I don't, I, I won't be able to give credit to this quote, but it, they said, you know, how do you treat others? And the guy's response was basically, I just assume there aren't any others. And I thought that was a really interesting kind of take, and 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 it's it's something that's easy to aspire to, um, or not easy to aspire to, but it's something I, I'd like to aspire to. But at the same time, like you know, there, there's going to be others in your life. There's people that you're going to disagree with, but it doesn't mean that they have to be um, others. You know, if that makes sense. Right. So um, that's just kind of my thought on like people in general. I I, I don't want to be on a team. I've never understood like when people get all you know 
barked up over the different, you know, I'm an Apple guy. I'm a Mac guy. Okay. I don't give a shit. Are you connected to the same internet as me? Um, you know, it's like, um, people, especially now in football tablet kind of guy. Yeah, exactly. I want to, you know, just, I'm, I'm, I'm working on an abacus. What do you, what do you come at me, bro? Like, um, (laughs) but it's like, we're all connected to the same internet. Who gives a shit the screen and the logo you're looking at? I mean, you know, if you tell me, oh, you know, you're a diehard Dell guy, you're a douchebag and you should probably throw yourself off a building but um that's just my thought there um and don't throw yourself off a building by the way because you hit somebody else just don't, don't take a way to do don't it take suicide advice from uh part-time, part-time podcasters. podcasters yeah yeah that's especially if it's Never. a short building you're just gonna be hurt pissed you're, off right <laughs> so and, about, anybody that's buying dells anyway can't afford a taller building yeah, I just I don't want to be on teams. I don't want to be separated from everybody by, you know, just the most ridiculous thoughts that we have and and it's like, you know, like you're, you know, Pittsburgh Steelers fans are the worst in the world. And everybody knows that, but that's no reason to exclude them from anything. You know what I mean? It's just if you like the Steelers, I get it. You know, Pennsylvania is not a great place. You don't have a lot to hold a lot of hope to hold on to. <laughs> it's you know, you got this team, they were good uh, in the 70s, and now you're just you just want to hold on. I get it. Like, you know, we we do what we do, but you know, I don't think that it should be something that separates people. I know I know guys that are, you know, I'm a Giants fan, you're a Steelers fan, and you know, go go screw yourself. And it's like, um, is that the thing really? Like, don't we both need to eat, drink water, and breathe air? Like I, I have yeah, no what, idea what, what you're talking about. about. None. Yeah, I don't give a shit. I don't have a sports, sports team. Yeah, people talk to me about sports all the time. I'm like, I'm like, I haven't sat down and watched ten minutes of of uh, a sporting event in the last ten years. So I, the outcome means absolutely nothing to me. Now I'll watch the Apple event that comes up here because I want to see what the new iPhone is going to look like. But I mean, I I don't expect people to give a shit about that, and I don't get mad if they don't. Like it doesn't make any sense to me. So I do expect that we're going to be done with this podcast sometime tonight. So I we're st- just wrapping things up. I still, I was getting ready yeah. to, still have uh, company. Hey, hey, real real quick. Hold on, hold on one wait, second. Wait, wait. So uh, Paul Jackman is releasing his new Adirondack chair video tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And we are uh, making his physical templates that are selling for MakerBits, which is awesome. And so those will be launching tomorrow as well. And uh, yeah, yeah. So I'm excited about that. MakerBits is doing well. Uh, and uh, yeah, go Jackman. Right on, Paul. Yes. Right. I, I love Paul. I, Jackman. I wait. I, I'm waiting uh, for the next seven hour video of uh, a chair by waterfall. My uh, my expectation of Paul Jackman is that he will remain the gorgeous, fun-loving human being that he is. So as long as I, we're talking, I have in fact seen this uh, particular uh, episode, and uh, you will not disappoint. Perfect. Well, uh, let's go ahead and hit the brakes because uh, we'll go off on another side tangent. We'll be doing this shit for another three hours, and Izzy's going to start shooting at us. I'm sure. Um, no, I'm just going to like. You know, oh my gosh! Away. I froze. Sorry, guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh shit! The software screwed up again. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Um, so, but uh, hey, guys, check us out. Uh, we are at Maybe Podcast on all the social media stuffs. Uh, what? Maybe I said too much. Dot uh, com on the website. I've actually started updating that again, which is weird because I didn't realize how little I had. So yeah, if you if anybody uh, has been paying attention to the show, likes to go there for the listening. Uh, I apologize. I got just off track on that but uh making a effort to get better um but uh yeah listen hit us up with comments questions concerns um all of that yeah if you got stuff uh the facebook is probably the easiest way if you're not a member of the we like to make stuff group you should get your ass in there because there is a bunch of cool people uh they post cool shit all day long 
Probably a little bit too many memes, um, but you know we delete those as they come in. That's true. Yeah, and uh, you got to hey, listen. Moderation, you got to do it. But um, that's pretty much it. Thank you, everybody who is online watching this. Thank you to everybody who came out to see us at the show uh, this last weekend. Uh, the Clinkspore Extravaganza last weekend in October. We will be there. Um, we're. I'm not sure what we're going to be doing, but we usually give away shit. Uh, we got like stickers and uh stickers and we also give away um stickers so you want to come out and see us so that would be uh you know just to get a sticker or whatever else we do so but uh you guys have a great night and we will catch you guys on the next episode bye folks bye y'all